Today's New Testament reading is the first epistle to the Corinthians, the ninth chapter. Am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Have I not seen Jesus, our Lord? Are not you my workmanship in the Lord? If to others I am not an apostle, at least I am to you, for you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. This is my defense to those who would examine me. Do we not have the right to eat and drink? Do we not have the right to take along a believing wife, as do the other apostles and the brothers of the Lord and Cephas? Or is it only Barnabas and I who have no right to refrain from working for a living? Who serves as a soldier at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard without eating any of its fruit? Or who tends a flock without getting some of the milk? Do I say these things on human authority? Does not the law say the same? For it is written in the law of Moses, You shall not muzzle an ox when it treads out the grain. Is it for oxen that God is concerned? Does he not speak entirely for our sake? It was written for our sake, because the plowman should plow in hope, and the thresher thresh in hope of sharing in the crop. If we have sown spiritual things among you, is it too much if we reap material things from you? If others share this rightful claim on you, do not we even more? Nevertheless, we have not made use of this right, but we endure anything rather than put an obstacle in the way of the gospel of Christ. Do you not know that those who are employed in the temple service get their food from the temple, and those who serve at the altar share in the sacrificial offerings? In the same way, the Lord commanded that those who proclaim the gospel should get their living by the gospel. But I have made no use of any of these rites, Nor am I writing these things to secure any such provision. For I would rather die than have anyone deprive me of my ground for boasting. For if I preach the gospel, that gives me no ground for boasting, for necessity is laid upon me. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. For if I do this of my own will, I have a reward. But if not of my own will... I am still entrusted with stewardship. What then is my reward? That in my preaching I may present the gospel free of charge, so as not to make full use of my rights in the gospel. For though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win more of them. To the Jews I became as a Jew in order to win Jews. To those under the law I became as one under the law, though not being myself under the law, that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law I became as one outside the law, not being outside the law of God, but under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, that by all means I might save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, that I may share with them in its blessings. This is the word of the Lord. 
For today's meditation on God's Word, we welcome the Rev. Dr. Brian Saunders. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for today's message is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 12. If others have this right of support from you, shouldn't we have it all the more? It appears as though the congregation in Corinth had little value for the Apostle Paul and the message he preached, simply because he did not take any payment for his services. Their conclusion was that if they need not pay for the ministry, then the ministry has no value. Are we not prone to the same temptations? Do we not find more value in something when we have a chance to pay for it, or to have earned it somehow? How sad when Satan convinces us that salvation is only valuable when we can pay for it with our good works. How dangerous it is for us to conclude we can contribute to our salvation and assist the Lord with the labor of redemption. Of this we can only but repent and look to Christ who saves us by grace through faith, a free gift. Paul didn't take a salary, not because he had no right to it, He most certainly did have a right to the fruit of his labor in Christ. Paul gave four examples to prove this point. First, he appeals to the fact that it is a common apostolic practice and nothing new. Second, he makes the argument that soldiers get paid, farmers eat of the crops they raise, and they drink of the milk in their dairy. Third, Paul points out that the priests who served at the temple all received food from the sacrifices brought before them. And finally, Paul informs the congregation of the command of Jesus when he said, Those who preach the gospel should receive their living from the gospel. Paul didn't take a salary because he wanted to demonstrate to the congregation that the gospel, the good news that God rescues sinful mankind, by the cost of his son's life, death, and resurrection, is free. The only remuneration Jesus received from us was the consequences of our sins. The cross of Mount Calvary was the place where Jesus paid the price, where he wrote the check for our salvation. The Father cashed that check and accepts us into his kingdom for Jesus' sake. It is a free gift from God. The gospel your pastor preaches is a free gift, but as Paul points out, he who preaches it is not free. Your pastor has a right to the fruit of his labor. Paul is not saying that the pastor deserves to live in luxury or in an elaborate setting, but he does have a right to ordinary expectations of the congregation for himself and for his family's sake. He may expect the congregation to pray for him, even as he prays for them. He may expect a livable compensation from their first fruits offerings. As he receives, he is able to continue to preach in your midst the blessed good news that God is for you in Christ Jesus. Amen.